Good afternoon and welcome to Local Matters on News Talk 94.1. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry and I have Lisa and Dave Urick today in the studio and you guys are with Franklin Fixtures. So welcome. Thank you. Hello. Um, I'm excited to have you guys. So Franklin Fixtures, let's let people know, Dave, Lisa says she might talk too much. So Dave, let's let us know what is Franklin Fixtures. No, Franklin Fixtures is a company located here in town. We make Fixtures. Now, people always wonder what fixtures are. So they could be cash wraps, bookshelves, um, anything with woodworking. Um, we who's have, your main like main kind of clients? We're known in the bookstore world as more or less the Cadillac of bookstores of bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're more than that. We we do we're doing the local hotel here in town with furnishing all the rooms. Uh, we do. Convenience stores, we do mini markets, uh, museums, libraries. Uh, so anything having to do with books. And and Lisa, what is it that is different about your shelving, essentially, than going to Lowe's and buying shelving off? Oh, wow. Well, for starters, Dave and I uh, became interested in you know, when we got married five years ago, we, we were like, we want to do something to change our world. So this was a part of an economic development initiative for us. And uh, we wanted to bring good paying jobs to the region. We wanted to have a maker space that uh, was the best for the world. So uh, we went about looking for a company that deserved to be carried forward because there are about 300 small manufacturers that close every week in the country right now as baby boomers are exiting and it's sold off. Well, we found and fell in love with Franklin Fixtures, which was up in Cape Cod and had been since 1974. And when we Googled, you know, Franklin Fixtures, what surprised us was that these were the only fixtures sold by name on the aftermarket. So for the markets they served, the specialty retail, the hospitality, um, libraries and municipalities, um, they were the only fixtures sold by name and, and for 85% of their original value. So we became intrigued and we said, you know, why? And it turns out, I would have thought you, anybody could build a shelf, right? Right. Yeah. But it turns out if you study this thing for about 45 years, you um, develop, there's, there's a lot to it. And so our things are warrantied for life. Uh, they're fully assembled. They do a thousand mile jiggle test and go to Spokane, Washington or all over the country. And then they're used for 38 years. Um, and they're visually, there's an art to it, right? Like, they're, I mean, yeah. I when you guys talk about your fixtures, especially Lisa, maybe not Dave as much, but um, your eyes light up. And you well, just, you really feel like you're um, in there helping your, your clients do the best they can for their business. And well, you really feel a part of that. Yeah, we're empowering so many. What's What's really cool is that every... Every time an order goes out of our shop, there's a small business somewhere in this country that is becoming empowered. That is, and I've been gathering data, and they're all like super successful. Uh, we've had very maybe only two closures in the last four years. And what's happening in small retail, especially, is that um, it it's kind of a hearkening back to Mayberry or what my grandmother did with the town and country in Baxter, Tennessee, or my granddad had with the uh, Swallows Hardware, those, those, that's part of my heritage. And seeing other, uh, other individuals carry forward that kind of tradition, um, those are the retail. It's, it's called residential retail, and it's a 
it's a trend right now, but, you know, just like you're doing with the Biz Foundry and you do so much work empowering others to go out and live their dream uh, and change their communities. And that's what we're a part of, too. Yeah, I think that that's really neat that you have such an impact nationwide on how these communities can, um, you know, change, change what's going on. So you mentioned that you're you're a local girl. You mentioned a couple businesses that are here. So were you born and raised in the Upper Cumberland? I was born in Cookville and raised mostly here. I went to five different high schools and moved around. My dad was a plant manager and uh, during NAFTA. And so we ended up in lots of different towns during my high school years, which was uh, a lot of fun. And I, so I got to travel some. And then after working here um, locally, I, I moved to DC and Los Angeles, but this is home and came home and found Dave. Do you think that that inspired you to want to be a business owner of the, or, or do you think you just wanted to, to be involved in this region? I've always wanted to be involved in education and empowerment and probably nothing matters more to me than literacy uh, and increasing that. And what I loved about Franklin Fixtures is is that we're helping enhance literacy. I mean, every order is is in some way enhancing learning or literacy in the communities. Do so, you have an uh, education background? Did you yeah. were you a teacher at all? I wasn't a teacher. My background's in developmental psychology and human resources development. I've worked with a lot of companies locally, and my other uh, big background is. Uh, manufacturing. So oh, okay. I, I began with yeah. Cummins and worked for TRW and lots of different, 45 different companies. I, I was an organizational consultant and that's how I met Dave. And I was, uh, I was a client. Yeah, oh, okay. My best client. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Dave? Are you local? Were you here forever? Or uh, No, I'm from the Philadelphia region. What? You're not from, you're, you know, that exit doesn't give you away or anything. I'm, I'm definitely a Philly boy. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but I moved down here in 2002. Uh, a plant relocated and went to Sparta and worked at the Genlay Thomas plant. So what 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 were you like growing up? Did you think you would be a business owner? Did you think you were just going to go to in manufacturing since I was 17 years old? Uh, I came down as the manufacturing manager and eventually became the plant manager in Sparta. So manufacturing has been in my blood. I've, I've been a leader since I was 19. So that's not foreign to me. I've been in five different industries. So the, the, the skill set I have, it almost in a way doesn't matter what I'm making. And then when we found Franklin, we both fell in love with it. Uh, it's just, you know, as a kid, I was always hanging out in bookstores. I mean, that's just where I hung out when I was a 17-year-old boy. And you, and you guys we're are the nerdy kind that were. <laughs> a little bit nerdy, yes. Or a little bit adventurous. And, you know, you can go anywhere in a book, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, so we both fell in love with it. Lisa is the resident expert as we've talked as we've said she loves to talk because she has a lot of good things to say and she's turned into uh, an expert in the field for the museum she's been a keynote speaker uh, at all the different museum shows in san diego and and whatnot and uh we, we kid around it's kind of a soft sell we're not trying to sell you anything we're trying to educate you and, and in part of that education you're going to find out we're the best yeah and well and i i quipped that you were my best client, and I want to. The reason for that, and you know, in manufacturing, I, w- I did a lot of training and development, and everyone changed their meetings. You know, no one could keep a meeting. You know, out of a hundred meetings, ninety-eight of them changed at least one time, except for Dave. If he said something was going to happen, it did, hundred percent. And when I looked at and taught leadership, I was really intrigued by his. And um, he got a presidential award for leadership with Phillips as the best in the 
the world. And that was just before they made the decision to close the Sparta plant. And uh, so I really wanted his leadership to be taught and conveyed. And that's part of what what we're doing with our with our place is yeah. is developing others at this stage in our career. And it's just a joy for me to watch him work with some of our young makers and people with such talent and and teach them to lead. And, and well, I think we're going to get job. into uh, that in a second. Um, in case you're just joining us, you're listening to Local Matters on News Talk 94.1. I'm Tiffany Anton and we have Lisa and Dave Urich with Franklin Fixtures. And so both of you have a background in manufacturing. And so how is this manufacturing? You just, you know, you, you talk a lot about this literacy and you're working mm-hmm. in the, like in these bookstores, but how, talk to me about the fact that you have this makerspace and yeah. you have talented people from the upper Cumberland that get to really showcase their skills. Right. So talk to me about that. Well, we, we, we brought with us the same engineer that has been engineering these fixtures for 37 years now. So that How did you sell the Upper Cumberland from Cape- Well, it was easy. He came down, he saw it, he loved it and and uh, He was the, a, he was a Philly boy as well who ended up in Cape Cod. Yeah, but he, And then, you know, when you see Tennessee, it's, it's it it is reminiscent of Pennsylvania in yeah. a lot of ways, except it's nicer. <laughs> and he loved the cost of living and a lot of things and and yeah. and saw that he had an a role to play in teaching and in transferring this body of knowledge. And so we have a 55,000 square foot facility um, that in right downtown. Right. Cookville. Yeah. Right. On Where? Maxwell Street. It's across from Tay's Realty and Auction. So and it's a solar powered, 100 percent solar powered facility wow. now. Thanks to Dave's efforts. Finished uh, it up last week. Yeah. We're excited about that. And and we start with raw materials that and because of, of the expertise and experience that Dave has, it's a really efficient shop. So. Um, the the trick in manufacturing is to make something completely custom at the same cost it would be uh, if you were making thousands of them. Yeah. And that's what we do well. So everything is, we make one fixture at a time. So if it's a counter or if it's whatever it is, it's, it's no two are the same, but we make them at a price that competes with China, frankly. Um, So it's, it's exciting because we have efficient, we have saws and routers and edge banders and finishing area and, and uh, lamination area. And then a large assembly area where we have multiple streams and people are learning um, all of the lean manufacturing kinds of techniques. But, uh, and we, how many employees do you guys have at the 25, 25? That's not a small, I mean, that's a significant amount of people of, of skilled Mm -hmm. workers. It is. It feels like a family and our plan is to grow. I mean, we're working right now on, um, some expansion lending and some things that we're going to do. And, and we have a plan to, to grow that capacity and grow that workforce. But the folks that we have, we have a lot of season makers that have like 40 years of experience, and working with folks who are brand new um, to the area and, and really a transfer of knowledge and skills. So it's 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 exciting. It's manufacturing and it's also the components of woodworking that you think about. How did you guys get so, you know, being a plant manager, Dave, doesn't give you the skills to run a business. So how do you how did you figure that out? How do you figure out the finances and all that other? Well, luckily, being the plant manager, I was exposed to a lot of the different things. As far as running the business, you know, looking at the finances, what I didn't know and what I think Lisa has come up with is some of the creative ways to raise capital. 
mm-hmm. I mean, quite quite bluntly. Um, it was so much different. You know, Phillips had a very large war chest of money. Uh, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been clever, and we've been uh, we've been blessed. We've been very we've been very fortunate. We're going to talk about the in-between time while you were looking for um, Franklin in a second. You're listening to News Talk 94.1, Local Matters, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. You're listening to News Talk 94.1. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and we have Lisa and Dave Urich with Franklin Fixtures in today. And we just kind of um, talked about kind of the impact of this. But before you even got decided to purchase Franklin Fixtures, you got really involved in the economic initiative of this region. And so you were part of a committee to do what? Well, we became engaged with the Highlands development work, uh, economic development work. And so when that was just a tiny thing, uh, we were part of that that tiny group that conceptualized the eighth grade career fair and Tennessee Scholar and um, th- th- what has become Tennessee Reconnect. And Dave, can you and, take us back for a second and tell us what the Highlands, for those listeners that aren't really sure what the Highlands Economic Partnership is, can you... Fill us in on that a little bit. Lisa would be better to give you some of the details on it because she was more involved. But mm-hmm. basically, it was an initiative to help people with the skills needed to get a career and to get a good career. So we, kind of driving that career readiness in we, this region. Well, it was interesting. Some of the some of the studies showed, you know, we, we think, what do they need? And everybody's thinking these technical things or whatnot. And it was really the soft skills, which is what people needed, how, mm-hmm. to, how to have a conversation, how to present themselves. And whatnot. So it was, we found that very interesting. Um, and we had some initiatives, some mentorship program. Uh, like I was saying before, you know, closing the plant in Phillips really impacted both of us. And we wanted to give back. And we saw people who needed some help in order to get another career. So that's what we did. So you got involved with that. And then why not just stick with that and have that be kind of the path of your journey? Well, Dave's always about doing something tangible. You know, it's not real to him unless there's like something that we're making and and, and sitting on the back porch one day, you know, contemplating economic development in White County in particular. Uh, he said, why are we waiting for businesses to come to us uh, for a request for proposal? Why don't we go find one? And we knew the statistic about businesses that were closing. So our original ambition was to be reclo- relocators of great businesses. Um Long story short, we ended up holding that business and owning it, and it's become our baby and our our work. And so now we're. So was your original plan to bring Franklin here, but have somebody else take it, 
and then yes. just keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing right. that. Right. Yes. That was a, that was original or expand Franklin here. Yes. Uh, if if it were what we wanted it to be, you know, have it in Massachusetts, have it here as well. But then you became but, like the proud parents and you're like, yeah. no, I can't, I can't get my kid up for adoption. Well, life, you know, life went that way. I mean, it wasn't part of the plan, but we embraced it and, and we love it. Now we wanted to do 11 businesses. Well, we've helped 11 businesses. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. So our way of doing that now, because it was, it was a matter of how we purchased it and, and the markets and all those things. So it didn't, you know, life is what happens while you're making other plans. Right. Yes. And so we ended up and exactly where we need to be. And what we're doing now, because we have access to college campuses and to lots of big jobs that we're specified for, we're able to bring up new makers. So folks who are in their garage or who are artisans and have something to contribute. You mentioned that the fixtures are beautiful. And part of that is that we're pulling in a lot of artists from around the, the community. So metal workers, glass workers, um, people who couldn't qualify because of the engineering for these larger jobs, we can incorporate them in. So it's our goal to have 11 of those kinds of partners. We have about four or five right now that we work with regularly. When are you going to open like a trade school so that you have these, <laughs> you know, high school, college age kids that... Well, you know, that's not, uh, it sounds funny, but that is what we're doing really. And we're just not calling it school. Right. I mean, we, we have, we do have people that know nothing about woodworking and whatnot. And we, we pair them with someone to teach them. And I, I mean, no disrespect to anyone else I've ever worked with, but this is the best crew I've ever worked with. I absolutely love these people. And so tell me about what it's like when you bring in someone that knows nothing about woodworking and they're probably young mm-hmm. and not always, but yes, looking for either a change of pace or a first career or whatever. What is it like? I mean, I used to be a high school teacher. And so just that get it moment is pretty cool. But you're kind of teaching them a, a skill that they can use as a career. What's that like? Well, they're first of all, the starting salary is a little higher than they can get other places. So it's not that we're taking advantage of the fact that they don't know anything. We're paying very good wages to them. So they're incentivized in that respect when they walk in. And then when they're learning this, they, they you know, they're building something. And it's something, as she was saying, something tangible. You know, Lisa did a lot of years as a uh, consultant. And I, I like to put my hands on whatever I'm making. Mm-hmm. I just like to touch it. And, and that conveys to people when they, you know, by day three, they're building a bookshelf, which is, which is beautiful. It's not just a standard shelf that you would see in your house it is not uncommon for to see people taking pictures of their work at the end of the day right and that speaks volumes and we've recruited a lot of people from the a lot of our recruits come word of mouth you know from existing employees we've had no turnover really um we that is due to dissatisfaction we've had a, a couple of turnovers as people have exited to other careers and other things but um, our goal is always to develop them so we've pulled a lot of people from the service industry uh, they have a, a really um, some advanced kinds of ways of thinking and can get the concepts and abstraction as one of our employees Derek said to me the other day he said I'm going to tell anybody that comes in this is complex stuff you've got to pay attention it's a lot of math and you got to really know and be able to hold it in your head and and he's just passionate and um and he wants to be our next engineer and to hear him say those words it's pretty exciting yeah. uh, and to see him see a career path for himself. And you know what? He's got the talent to do it. And I don't know that he knew that when he walked in the door, when he yeah. walked in the door. 
In case you're just joining us, you're listening to Local Matters on News Talk 94.1. I'm Tiffany Anton. We have Lisa and Dave Urich with Franklin Fixtures. So, again, just listening to you guys talk about your company and your employees, you can just feel the passion from you guys. Um, do you think, how do you, how do you instill in them that passion to, to care enough about a fixture they're making to take a picture at the end of the day? What do you think you as leaders, um, you know, instill in them? Wow. Um, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it, it, I don't know if we're instilling it. We're giving, we're giving the area where they can shine and they can do it, but it's self pride. I mean, they, 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 but you 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 got to lay the groundwork for that. That 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 company culture does not come from nowhere. It's it, well, I think we we work hard to make it feel like a family culture and an all professionals environment. So, and I wish I could say that we did more of this, but hopefully we do enough of it um, of showing people why we're doing what we're doing and that they know they're part of a system, they're part of something, creating something for somebody real. How often do people get to go, kind of go see their final product? It's, it's rare that they get to see it unless it's here. Yeah. When we did, uh, you know, it's exciting to be doing the hotel project. And when we did the the the, the convenience store in Baxter, it was exciting because people were going in and seeing their work. And, and because we work nationally, it's rare for them to really get to go feel uh, their work. But we do you, try with pictures Do and your such. clients come in to see your rarely rarely it has been like never then rarely and now i think it's actually becoming more common because more people are understanding that they can buy directly from the manufacturer and that that's a really good idea rather than putting middle people in between and so we're having to up our game with like showroom show readiness but what is exciting is that when people come in and they meet our folks and they see the passion and they see it coming together, it's exciting for them. They're well, like, well, this is, this is pretty straightforward. And, and I'm guessing it, it goes both ways. You have a client that comes in and sees your employees excited and then they, they get more excited and they feel like they're really ser- They realize how much they're serving these clients yeah. of yours. And- well, and clients have the, the, you know, we've been trained a couple of things that you're going to find everything in a catalog and you're going to pick one and that, Shipping is free. Those are the two things that we've been trained on. Uh, but in our factory, there is we have a catalog, but you can pick anything. And so really giving customers the freedom to to really think about their products, to think about what they're doing and what they really need in their environment, and then shape it right around them so that it's successful. I mean, that's I think that's what we offer people when they come to see the the, the operation. They can sort of feel part of it. Um, and we've had some people, some booksellers who, who, who picked up their own fixtures because of freight it is, and they get exciting. They're photographing yeah. it and, and documenting the whole journey and podcasting it. So <laughs> it's fun. we only have a few minutes left, but I want to make sure that we get your website out there so that people are able to go look at these fixtures. Because I think in your mind, you're like, well, what do you mean a fixture? I always think light fixture uh-huh. for a long time. That's what I thought, <laughs> thought it was. Well, they are. Um, and so when I went, um, so what's your website? FranklinFixtures.com. Franklin. Franklin like Ben Franklin and Fixtures with an S. FranklinFixtures.com. And okay. there are lots of categories of products and lots of images that you can see on the line. And I think to me, next time you go into a bookstore or some sort of display something, yeah. you think, oh, this, this, there's a reason why this is set up the way it is. And you don't, you know, as a consumer, you don't really think much of it. You think, oh, well, their books are just the way they are. But then when you go into those really beautiful bookstores, 
you're like, oh, there was a lot more thought behind this than just this is the place to put a book. Yeah, we we love there's an eight in 10 chance that you're going to see Franklin fixtures if you walk into an independent bookstore somewhere in the country. So that's exciting. But also the specialty stores and the museums, these are all places of learning. And you're right. Um, there is a real science behind what works. And we like to say that shelves are made for storage, but fixtures are made for selling. And that's why we don't call them shelves. We call them fixtures, but, um, all display is really that way. The other thing to keep in mind is we actually do design the stores. We work with designers and we have designers working with us. So somebody says I have some square footage, you know, what do, what do I want to do? We can take their ideas and make them real. It is crazy how much it has like goes into, you thought you were just, put, I mean, did you know that it was going to go into so much into no. this? We had no idea, no. but I love it. And, yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah. we, we do design as part of our process. People can see that it's, it's, we do that in a complimentary way that, that, doesn't cost anything when they're buying fixtures from us. So and we don't charge for it. In other places, we charge tens of thousands of dollars. So it's, it, and we get to see people actualize their visions, you know, and yeah. that's exciting. No, we never plan to be here, but it's a great place to be. I can't wait to see what happens next for you guys and how you guys grow in the future. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lisa and Dave Yurick with Franklin Fixtures.